Welcome to the channel of Anna Purdue. Look for the link below the podcast and make sure to upload the podcast so you can multitask while hearing the message. And you can also look for the link and um, once you open it up, you can scroll over and select your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, or Google, and just look for the channel Anna Purdue. A huge shout out to James R., Michelle V., Mark Z., Leonard L., Dave O., Carolyn C., Darren J., Angela E., Karen C., Daniel B., Jolie R., and Kristen S. for your donations to the channel this month. And if you are interested in helping out this channel, you can do so by clicking the donation link found on my website at annapurdue.com. And another way to support this channel is by checking out this offer from my latest sponsor. The government keeps telling us inflation is under control, or that it's just temporary. But what do you think? Exactly. This is just inflation by the back door. Noble Gold is ahead of the game here. They know that with a precious metal IRA under your belt, you'll hedge these rising prices so you can retire without worrying about it. You'll keep up with the inflation the folks in Washington are trying to hide. And this month, as a thank you, and to kickstart this precious metal project, Noble Gold is giving away a free 5-ounce solid silver America the Beautiful Bullion Cube with every qualifying IRA or 401k rollover. Take advantage of this amazing investment opportunity by visiting noblegoldinvestments.com or you can call us at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Hat tip today to Mary B. and the Lake Chuck Meisler for this very informative intel. Has anyone ever heard of the Jasons? Remember when Donald Rumsfeld mentioned the United States couldn't account for $2.3 trillion? Well, I may have found where it went. As far back as 1972, we have seen the impact of the dangers of a highly secretive group within the Pentagon known as the Jason Group. In June of that year, a world-famous American scientist was chased out of the College de France by a group of French scientists who were outraged at his contributions to the Vietnam War. Dr. Murray Gell-Mann, a Nobel Prize-winning physicist from Caltech, had come to Paris to lecture on the theory of elementary particles. But the audience which met him wanted to ask about his work for the Pentagon through his participation in the Jason Group. Gellman's response was, I'm not free to answer. At an earlier international symposium on physics, five Jason physicists, Professors Wigner, Wheeler, Towns, Weinberg, and Montrol, were confronted by 300 persons who denounced them as war criminals. The only response by the five came from Professor Wigner, who said, Well, I'm flattered by your accusations. They're compliments to me. When the meeting was moved to a suburb, 100 riot police were called on to block the protesters. At a summer school in the history of physics held in Verena, Italy, in August of 1972, there was a statement on Vietnam circulating condemning the Jason Group for their contributions to the Indochina War. The Jason Group was specifically cited for their contributions to the technology of the Vietnam War. For more than 60 years, an elite group of scientific advisors known as the Jason has provided the federal government with largely classified analysis on defense and arms control issues. 
Jason members meet every summer, and they're acting on assignment from the Pentagon, the Department of Energy, and other federal agencies, and working on their own ideas. They emerge from seclusion six to eight weeks later, armed with detailed reports on their summer studies, which eventually determine the nation's scientific policies. The Jasons were founded in 1959. At the end of World War I, many of the country's leading scientists who had been involved in such war research as the atomic bomb and radar left full-time government work and returned to the college campuses. To ensure that the federal government did not lose access to this valuable talent, the Defense Department sought to establish an ongoing consulting liaison with top scientists. Those of the highest caliber were recruited to join the prestigious Jasons Group, whose current membership includes Nobel laureates and some of the leading scientists in the nation. The vast majority of Jasons' studies remain classified, making its impact hard to gauge. Jason keeps an intentionally low profile largely because of its classified work. There is no comprehensive list of members in this group, um, and um, they tend to be less active as far as um, as far as their senior advisors. Once they turn sixty-five, they uh, step back, for, so new scientists can come in. But the um, the main thing that they do, uh, they basically have an emphasis on physics and other fields like that, but they're also biologists, chemists, engineers, computer experts, and other non-physicists. So they're not all just physicists. And um, typically, you won't ever see any of this information on their resumes either. They keep it that secret. But listen to these unclassified Jason studies I'm about to announce. In February 2021, Jason was asked to suggest actions the Census Bureau might take to strengthen the production and release of metrics to evaluate the 2020 census data quality. The following were projects conducted in November 2020. First, Jason was to assess the impact of current and planned large satellite constellations on astronomical astronomical observations, and in particular, the impact on the Vera Rubin Observatory. Is this in relation to the 2020 census? Does this have anything to do with Elon Musk project? The Vera Rubin Observatory is a three-mirror giant telescope with a large digital camera designed to survey space and time. The Rubin Observatory's wide-field reflecting telescope with its 8.3-meter primary mirror photographs the entire available sky every few nights. This takes on a whole new meaning of nowhere to run. Next, in November 2020, Jason was tasked to recommend rapid discovery processes to more effectively uncover electronic material and device aging and failure modes for nuclear weapons. This next task is very interesting. 
On August 25th, 2020, Jason charged itself to assess risk and best practices for restarting university research programs after the virus explosion of 2019. Other projects include bioweapons programs from the Department of Energy, the Magneto-Inertial Fusion for ARPA-E, satellite performance, and how AI will shape the future of public health, community health, and health care delivery. Speaking of AI, there is a DOD Defense Systems and Platforms AI-enabling technology project within the Jasons Group called the Third Offset Strategy. This is a cyber counterspace electronic warfare robotics and artificial intelligence system designed for global competitors, regional adversaries, and other threats like perhaps patriots. Here's a biggie. In November of 2016, the Census Bureau asked Jason to consider alternate alternative futures for 2030 and to propose a starting point from which the Census Bureau can begin to develop a 2030 strategy. So they have been, since 2016, planning the alternative future for 2030. When considering the amount of AI robotics, satellite, DOD technology, and census projects this Jason group is working on, it leaves one to wonder what kinds of projects are currently operating right under our noses. Gamers will be familiar with this one. It's a product manufactured by NeuroSky called Mindset. MindWave Mobile 2 EEG headsets are the culmination of decades of EEG biosensor technology research, also known as electroencephalography, which I'll be calling EEG from here on out. But this is an all-in-one, easy-to-control wearable package. As the most affordable brainwave reading EEG headset available, the MindWave Mobile 2 transforms science fiction into reality. And here's how it works. The sensors detect faint brainwave signal. Then the NeuroSky technology interprets the meaning of your brain signals. Then the brainwave signals cause various effects in an app. This product is available for only $200. It uses a MindRec program to operate in the Windows platform. The MindRec program is useful for researchers and neuromarketers. The MindRec enables researchers to record all continuous streaming data from the NeuroSky mindset as well as video synchronized with brainwaves to the hard disk. The MindRec provides researchers monitor-filtered raw signal, ITS spectrum, and spectrum transition in real time. And you can also see the other EEG components such as delta, theta, alpha, etc. And attention, meditation data in real time. A web camera can be used for video recording as necessary. The record data format is its own format, but the MindRec allow you to translate it to a CVS format so you can read it from many spreadsheet applications like, of course, Microsoft Excel for your original analysis and report. 
Before long, Jason will have the ability to have a mind map CSV for every census report on every individual worldwide. Will part of the Alternative 2030 census require all citizens to wear these contraptions? Many are not aware of the Violent Radicalization and Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act of 2007. This bill was one of the most blatant attacks against the Constitution yet, and actually defined thought crimes as homegrown terrorism. Amazingly, 404 of our elected representatives from both the Democrat and Republican parties voted in favor of this bill. There is little doubt that this bill is specifically targeting a growing patriot community that is demanding the restoration of the Constitution. If it had passed into law, it would have established a commission and a center of excellence to study and defeat what they deem as so-called thought criminals. When we consider exactly how many of our elected voted for this bill, it is no wonder Americans no longer trust our ill-elected leadership. In June of 2021, Canada proposed a similar bill relating to online censorship known as Bill C-36. This is a worldwide exercise. Yep, they're planning to do this to every nation. In the book of Daniel in our Bible, chapter 2, verse 43, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. It seems scientists have found a way to cement their thought crime policing. Brain-computer interface is the latest of the mad scientist's schemes. Brain-computer interface is a system that measures central nervous system activity and converts it into artificial output that replaces, restores, enhances, supplements, or improves the natural central nervous system output and thereby changes the ongoing interactions between the central nervous system and its external or internal environment. Let me repeat, this thing is supposedly improves the natural central nervous system output. In other words, via this device, they can actually reprogram how the central nervous system reacts. Is this what they plan to use on patriots inside the internment camps? Brain-computer interface is a direct communication pathway between an enhanced or wired brain and an external device. The brain-computer interfaces project in Microsoft Research aims to enable brain-computer interfaces for the general population. Yes, I said this correctly. This is planned for the general population. This means non-intrusive methods, fewer number of electrodes and custom-designed signal-picking devices. These interactive brain-computer interfaces means response time within seconds while using EEG signals. Earlier, I mentioned the MindWave helmets that were first released to Internet gamers. Consider the blue helmets worn by the UN peacekeepers. Notice the blue helmets popping up at the worldwide demonstrations. 
The violence these officers are perpetrating on the crowds is, crowds is unprecedented. And my question is, are these blue helmet peacekeepers wearing mind wave helmets that program otherwise civil individuals to commit unprecedented tyranny? While peace is ideal, our warmongering leadership believes conflict is always inevitable. Even while not at war, most nations continue their research into devastating weapons to remain a contender in the War of Nations. While these so-called advances are claimed to lead to improvements in forward thinking, their combined technological advances seem to harm the very ones they claim to protect. At what cost will we go to remain safe? For instance, the U.S. has a directed energy weapon developed by the U.S. military, the Active Denial System, and it was designed for area denial, perimeter security, and crowd control. This weapon intentionally targets American citizens who are exercising their First Amendment right. Then there are the remote-controlled or artificially intelligent mobile robots designed for military applications, designed for defense and offensive capabilities. This autonomous robotics allow machines to operate on their own for extended periods of time. Some autonomous systems in development are the U.S. Mechatronics Sentry Gun, that's a four-wheeled robot outfitted for perimeter movement detection. And the Autonomous Rotorcraft Sniper System, and it operates a sniper rifle attached to an unmanned helicopter. And the Mobile Autonomous Robot Software Research Program to develop more advanced military robots. Wow, these Jasons are very busy. Finally, there is the XN1 LA Laws, L-A-W-S. This is a directed energy weapon that's developed by the United States Navy. Laws uses an infrared beam from a solid-state laser array, which can be turned to high output to destroy the target or low output to warn or cripple the sensors of a target. Understand, friends, it is time to stand firm in our faith. Revelation 13, 11 through 17 says, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake like a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, 
rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Is this describing the project of these Jasons? Are the Jasons going to be part of what makes all of this come forward? Gates from hell has repeatedly explained his plans of depopulation for the earth through his mRNA death jab for decades now. And there's a video out by Daughter of Zion Ministries about how they are injecting black goo in our food. Biosludge is soyant green in real life. Biosolids poo and our food is a reality. Electric Beings on Telegram poses this. Are they trying to reprogram human beings with their demonic venom? Quite possibly, as we have no clue how these nanoparticles in their product affect our brain and the nervous system. Technically, having access to our nervous system, they can control our thoughts and actions via the 5G towers which they are installing worldwide. There's a video circulating with Dr. Vivian Brunette explaining the origin of the link between 5G antennas and magnetism found in the injected transgenic therapy that is currently being forced on the world. Overall, these Jasons and their counterparts have been mapping out ways to eliminate the masses since their inception in 1959. It seems they have finally found a way to complete their objectives. For those who slip through the cracks, there are those FEMA internment camps waiting. And for those who don't know, FEMA, as the executive arm of the incoming police state, will be tasked with heading up all operations. The presidential executive orders listed on the Federal Register are part of the legal framework for this operation, and these orders are Executive Order 10990. This allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control of highways and seaports. Executive Order 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communication media. Executive Order 10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10998 allows the government to seize all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks, or vehicles of any kind, and total control over all highways, seaports, and waterways. Executive Order 10999 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civilians into work brigades under government supervision. Executive Order 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. Even SWAT teams are helpless against this. Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons. Executive Order 11003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft.
Executive Order 11004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Executive Order 11005 allows the government to take over all railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. Executive Order 11049 assigns emergency preparedness function to federal departments and agencies consolidating 21 operative executive orders issued over a 15-year period. And Executive Order 11921 allows the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency to develop plans to establish control over the mechanisms of production and distribution of energy sources, wages, salaries, credit, and the flow of money in the United States financial institution in any undefined national emergency. These executive orders provide that the FEMA camps all have railroad facilities as well as roads leading to and from the detention facilities. Many of these camps also have an airport nearby. The majority of the camps can house a population of 20,000 prisoners. Currently, the largest of these facilities is just outside of Fairbanks, Alaska. The Alaskan facility is a massive mental health facility and can hold approximately 2 million people. Now, let's review the justification for any actions taken. Executive orders associated with FEMA would suspend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. These executive orders have been on record for decades and could be enacted by the stroke of a presidential pen. It also provides that when a state of emergency is declared by the president, Congress cannot review the action for six months. Well, on March 13, 2020, President Donald Trump issued a proclamation on declaring a national emergency concerning the novel outbreak. President Joe Biden then issued an extension of the same proclamation on February 24, 2021. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has broad powers in every aspect of the nation. General Frank Salzito, chief of FEMA's Civil Security Division, stated in a 1983 conference that he saw FEMA's role as a new frontier in the protection of individual and governmental leaders from assassination and of civil and military installations from sabotage and attack, as well as prevention of dissident groups from gaining access to U.S. opinion or a global audience in times of crisis. FEMA's powers were consolidated by President Carter to incorporate the National Security Act of 1947, which allows for the strategic relocation of industries, services, government, and other essential economic activities, and to rationalize the requirements for manpower, resources and production facilities, and, and more. The 1950 Defense Production Act gives the president sweeping powers over all aspects of the economy. And the Act of August 29, 1916 
authorizes the Secretary of the Army in time of war to take possession of any transportation system for transporting troops, material, or any other purpose related to the emergency. Then finally, the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, which enables the President to seize the property of a foreign country or national. These powers were transferred to FEMA in a sweeping consolidation in 1979. Friends, our government has conspired against us. Please continue spreading the gospel. We are nearing the end. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The late Chuck Musler said of the mixing of iron and miry clay, and I agree. Scientists have found that time is directly connected to mass. If there is no mass, there is no time. Much like a hard disk has a slight weight, but the millions of bits in it have no weight. The disk can be destroyed, but the delivered bits of memory can last into infinity. Our souls are the weightless software to our bodies. Our bodies, which are mass, are limited to time. Our souls have no mass. Therefore, we'll live eternally into infinity. Thankfully, our Savior came to earth as a man to pay the price for this eternal damnation we were all doomed to. It's up to each of us whether we accept his offer and allow him to transform us into his eternal life in his eternal kingdom of heaven that he has designed for us. We can accept this or we can reject this. Either way, it is eternal. Now is the time.